Welcome, cadets and captains, to M-Class Email. Uh, we got the Klaxons back. They're back. <laughs> On this program, we sit down with your emails, and we read them, and we talk some to you. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> we read them and talk some. I always call these shows programs. That's, like, incredibly old-fashioned now that I think about it. <laughs> Dude, being old-fashioned is cool as shit. Let's start yeah, calling women to... milady. Milady? <laughs> get your samurai sword out. <laughs> My samurai sword and fedora. Go to the mall and buy a samurai sword and Baka start wearing it. <laughs> uh, so let's jump right into the emails from our cool folks out there in the world abroad. Um... Although this is from America. This is from Lieutenant Fresh Rye. Ooh. And it's, it's entitled Battle of the Bands at Wolf 359. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> well, hi there, Twerk boys. I just got back from my practice with my Ferengi-themed horrorcore death metal band, Quark. <laughs> I play the slide I whistle hope in that's it. true. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I wanted to ask, if you can have any band perform a new opening theme for a Star Trek show, who would it be? Oops, gotta run. I forgot I have to record a demo for our new song, Ear Fuck My Eye Hole. Warmest regards, Lieutenant Fresh Rye, aboard the USS Odorous Urungus. <laughs> oh, that's like the guy from uh, uh, Guar, right? Is yeah. That- it's like a guar. It's guar. It's, qua- it. it's spelled like guar as well. Quar. Yeah, W. Yeah. So if you could have a- any band perform a new opening theme song for a Star Trek show, who Queen. Oh, shit. That'd be awesome. It would be perfect if you could do that, which I know not. I don't mean now, Queen. I mean like yes. 80s Queen. Uh, yeah. You know what I was thinking is having uh, redo the Enterprise theme song. And have yeah. Rod Stewart actually sing it, and then uh, no one would be, so be able to tell better. the difference. <laughs> it would be better. <laughs> if you think I'm sexy and you want to space me, <laughs> come on, feel the faith of the heart. heart. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Queen would be great, man. Um, yeah, just do like a Princess of the Universe, but it's like some epic ass shit, dude. Right? It needs to be epic. Absolutely. Maybe Coheed would be really good. Maybe, um... They're like Queen, though. <laughs> Maybe, like, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay. So, I had the flu one Christmas, and, uh, I, like, was, like, I had, like, 103 temperature, and this is back when VH1 was a thing. Remember VH1? Oh, I remember. So they would play all that Christmas shit at night for their, like, Christmas Eve shit. Like, mm-hmm. they just play, like, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I remember having, like, fever dreams to that shit. So, to this day, whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it sends <laughs> my brain into, like, that fever mode. <laughs> it was horrible. It was so horrible. That's great. Dude, being th- I was sick on Christmas so many times. You were. That seems to be a running theme. Well, now that we wear masks and wash our hands like crazy, I don't get sick. Yeah, so it's I'm just weird, isn't it? That. I'm just going to keep fucking doing that. Yeah, I've, hear, I've heard people talk about how they're going to keep wearing masks because it's so great to not get the flu for once. 
I got a flu shot, too. Maybe I'll just keep getting flu shots. I did not get a flu shot this year. I was like, if I'm going to get the flu, uh, it'll li- literally send me into a psychotic, like, breakdown. Well, you'll think because, you have COVID. Yeah. You're dying this time. Yeah. Because the flu makes you think you're dying. Like, yes. They, you're like, I'm dying. <laughs> like... Especially if you're a dude, apparently. It's a dude thing. It's like, I'm oh, dying. The, the man flu. Yeah, they call it the man flu. Um, maybe ELO. <laughs> that would be good. Like, ELO makes these fucking epic-ass amazing songs like uh, Twilight or like yeah. Telephone Line, Last Train to London. Oh, that's not that, but it, it does start out with Telephone hello, right? line is like blue days, black nights, do I do rain? Pretty much any Adam Sandler movie has every ELO song. Does it? it? He loves. I know it has yeah, Mr. Blue Sky. They all have that one. He loves like that 70s era like rock and roll. Uh, I guess we have that in common for the most part. I discovered. <laughs> I thought I discovered a band, like uh, an artist that I follow. Well, I mean, I guess people would know. Glenn Murakami did all the art and designs for Batman Beyond. Mm -hmm. And I follow him on Instagram, and he posted this link to this band called The Sweet that I'd never heard of. Like S-W-E-E-T? Yeah, The Sweet. I've never heard of them. uh, It was a song called uh, Love is Like Oxygen, which is like a really fucking fun song. And I was like, shit, I found a new band. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they made Barroom Blitz or Ballroom Blitz. That's oh, 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 sweet. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, and I do know sweet. I, I yeah. realized that I was being a fucking moron and I'd heard all of their songs except that yeah, the one that they I found do Fox, before. Fox on the Run. Exactly. Fox on the Run's a really good song. Sweet's dope. Sweet is dope. Yeah, I thought this was a n- new band. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should have Sweet do the opening to That'd be sweet. Run. That'd Literally. be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think ELO is my choice. If I, I think ELO is a supremely underrated band. You know why you people, like ELO? Why you like it? the Beatles, right? Yeah, ELO is a lot like the Beatles. It's they true. they took a lot of their like they really liked the orchestral uh, yeah. Beatles stuff, so they were like, let's just do that, and they did. They made their own kind of like orchestra stuff. Yeah. It, like talking about like uh, well that's come up recently talking to people like the term ascended fanboy. Okay, what's that's, that mean? The it's like when somebody who's like a really big fan of something becomes a part of it. Like Kevin Cole calls himself that because he works <laughs> with Continue all the time now, and he was always such a massive Who? fan. <laughs> and Who? Uh, Kevin Cole fourteen. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's a throwback to a week ago if you're not a patron. Or if you're a patron, till the last thing you listen to, probably. Um, But, like, I think the main guy from ELO, whose name is escaping me right now, I don't don't remember. Jeff Foxworthy. No. (laughs) Shit. I don't know his name. I've heard his name, but I know, I know. Uh, Lynn, Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn, yes. yes. Uh, He, like, made ELO because he fucking loved the Beatles so much. And then he ended up doing, like, mastering and music with uh, George Harrison. Yeah. And then he joined George Harrison's fucking super group, the Traveling Wilburys. That's right. With the I got my mind set on you. Is that them? Oh, or is no, that, that just George? That's that's just George Harrison. That like, video um, rules. That is a really fucking cool video. Like, what a brilliant idea. Um, 
the traveling Wilburys did uh, like handle with care and uh, uh, slippery when wet. <laughs> No, I can't remember the name of the song because I'm remembering the fucking. They chorus. also had that Nickelodeon show, The Traveling Thornberries. <laughs> that is uh, incorrect. <laughs> With the Nigel, the British dad who has a big nose and he had red hair. I remember also the show. known as the most attractive people. In, end of the line is the name <laughs> of the song. I was filling time for you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but we were like, a good team. Fucking talk, it's like considered like the biggest super group ever. Bigger than, uh, what was the one that Slash did? <laughs> oh, I don't fucking remember that at all. What the fuck was, oh my god, nobody remembers supergroup names. But, like, the Traveling Wilburys is, like, George Harrison, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, yes. Roy Orbison, and Jeff Lynn. Yeah, those are, that's a good lineup. The craziest thing is, like, you George Harrison, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, and Jeff Lynn. They're all, like, big, giant stars. Yeah. They went to a Roy Orbison show. They had already decided they were going to form a supergroup, and they went to a Roy Orbison show and met him backstage, and they were like, hey, you, uh, you want to, uh, Mr. You Orbison, be- do you want to, <laughs> yeah, do you want to join our supergroup? And he was like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. And then he went and performed, and uh, t- uh, Tom Petty talks about how they were all just, like, ribbing each other, like, b- punching each other in the shoulder and being like, he's in our group! He's in our group! That's so that's what's so fun about music, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's so fucking cool. Like, George Harrison, a Beatle, is like, this guy's right. gonna be in my group! Right. Like, George... <laughs> yeah. The guy who, like, literally made music, like, popular music, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> He's like, fucking Roy Orbison's gonna be in my group! Yeah. That's fucking cool. Roy Orbison. When uh, did he die? He died, uh... Right after they finished making the Traveling Wilburys album. <laughs> yeah, he died in the 80s? Yeah, I think he died in, like, 1989. Oh, 1989 claims another one. Because <laughs> they had, uh, they did two albums, and uh, we're just talking about this now, I guess. Yeah, sure. The Traveling Wilburys, the whole conceit of the group is that they were all named Something Wilbury. Right, like, and like, they were yeah. all half brothers who, and their father was just going around fucking all these women, right, in all these like different great. cities around the world. It's very folky, right? It's yeah, like, a, like and a folk story. they were all half brothers. And the first album is the Traveling Wilburys Volume One, mm-hmm. and the second album is a George Harrison joke. It's called the Traveling Wilburys Volume Three. Yeah, so it's so you'll like, always yeah. be like, wait, did I miss one? Where's two? Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, like, they only had a couple songs that Roy Orbison was on on that one because he died when they were making it. Why didn't they do that with Guardians of the Galaxy? It really fucked people up. What? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Volume 3, yeah. And then people are like, wait, where's 2? I like, uh, I guess George Harrison is probably my favorite Beatle because, like, he's not, like, a piece of shit, so. (laughs) Not as much, right? I don't think he ever did anything. Like, he... He mostly just kept to himself. Well, his wife got stolen by Eric Clapton. Yeah, that sucks. But it apparently it wasn't meant to be. Well, does that make him an asshole? <laughs> no. I just mean it just sucks for him. I guess. Uh, maybe it doesn't. Who knows? I don't maybe know. Maybe he was an asshole, and that's why she left. Who knows? Maybe. Well, Eric Clapton was a heroin addict, so I doubt that that was anything. It may have had something to do with heroin, you think? <laughs> Possibly. 
Um, but he, George Harrison funded Life of Brian, the uh, yeah, Monty Python know, yeah. movie. And he was like super good friends with all those guys. Yeah. Oh, Britain. <laughs> they, they got some stuff over there, I hear. <laughs> yeah. So that, that answers your question, Fresh Rye. Thanks for writing in. That was a good one. Oh, is it me now? Oh, it's your turn, baby. <laughs> That's right. I read them, too. This next email is called Beware the Hodag. The Hodag. This is from Jack Carpenter. It's sexy Jack Ooh, Carpenter. Ooh, handsome Jack. He says, hey there, cryptid cast. I mean, hey there, you dang Trexters. An email episode or two ago, y'all were talking about urban legends, cryptids, etc. I've got one for you that you may or may not have heard of. The Hodag. Oh, shit. I'm scared already. The Hodag. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. My mom is from Wisconsin, which is how I learned about it, and it specifically lives in northern Wisconsin near the town of Rylander. That's like a Nazi town. It's, it sounds very... German. <laughs> Rhinelander. Yeah, it's very German. From its Wikipedia article, quote, The Hodag is a fearsome critter resembling a large bullhorned carnivore with a row of thick curved spines down its back. With Sonic. It's a it's a big angry Sonic. <laughs> the Hodag was said to be born from the ashes of a cremated oxen. Holy shit. As the incarnation of the accumulation of abuse the animals had suffered at the hands of their masters. Whoa. That's Damn. metal as That's shit. Me- that is metal as fuck. <laughs> For y'all's reference, I've attached a picture of a statue of one in Rhinelander. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's it- a textbook hodag. That's a, that's a hodag if I ever saw one. That's classic hodag. Have you ever... Uh, this is also to Jack. Have you ever seen the statue of the Mothman that's in Point Pleasant in West The statue Virginia? of the Mothman is crazy. It's like this ripped-ass buff short guy with a moth's head and wings. This is what this is reminding me of. He's, how ridiculous it is. He's like an action figure. The Mothman. <laughs> I've seen that many times. The Hodag uh, looks like an extremely angry, small wish dragon from the yeah. never-ending story. <laughs> he's got red eyes, so you know he means business. <laughs> he's a big, bad, mean Hodag. <laughs> it doesn't do much other than kill you, etc. Standard monster stuff, but the region has embraced the Hodag as part of its identity. Rhinelander High School's mascot is the Hodags, for example. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> this, what? What? Like the Point Pleasant High School mascot is not the Moth. The Mothman. It should be. <laughs> Fucking should be. I think that's the coolest thing about some of these regional legends: how the town and locals embrace them as symbols of their area. That is. Thanks true. always, bros. Commander Jack Carpenter, USS Virginia. No, I agree, man. That I is. Think it's, I love that. Like. Everybody from near Point Pleasant fucking loves the Mothman. They, yeah. They're just like, the Mothman's our boy. And being from West Virginia, I feel the same way. Yeah. I think it should be. I think their high school should be the Mothman. It should be. The thing Better is, than like, like the whatever the fucks, right? Like the possibly some racist shit even, right? Who like, knows, really. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, the thing about the Hodag just doing st- standard monster stuff and killing you, that makes so much more sense than the Mothman. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the Mothman more just flies them. around and he either warns people or kills them. <laughs> yeah, 
He either causes a bridge collapse yeah. or warns you about a bridge or collapse. Or he's like, don't go on the bridge. Nobody knows what he's saying. Like Everyone's like, what does he want? Like, he flies around after your car. Yeah. And then he calls you up on a payphone to tell you the bridge is going to collapse. Yeah, and he somehow <laughs> knows how to speak English. I don't know. I guess. But, dude, the Jersey Devil is a fun one. If the Jersey ever Devil the, just kills you. The Jersey Devil just screams at you, apparently. And That's just, true. Like, doesn't do anything else. But if you've oh. ever been to the Pine Barrens, it's, it is really creepy there. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's creepy. Like, the Pine Barrens is scary as fuck. Like, uh, my ex-girlfriend's family lived there, and we'd go there for Thanksgiving and shit. And, like, you, we would, like, smoke outside at night, and, like, you just feel how weird it was. Like, it's just weird. I don't know how to explain it. The, Jer- the Jersey Devil was always standing just to the left of you out of your eyesight. He was range. trying to get bum a cig, dude. He wanted a, he wanted a smoke dick. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> oh, God, it's the damn devil. <laughs> Can I bum a cig? Uh, hope you like American spirits. You're gonna be smoking them for a while. <laughs> Damn, it takes an eternity to smoke. Hey, thanks. I'm immortal, so you know. Man, that must be nice. No lung cancer. <laughs> nah, I can still get it anyway. Bye. <laughs> Damn, what kind of fucking monster can get lung cancer? <laughs> kind of a monster bums a cig. <laughs> pretty cool one if you ask me does he have a leather jacket on he's got sunglasses for sure Uh, that's cool yeah wearing them at night he didn't give a fuck oh he don't give a shit bro thanks for that email jack like i i love cryptids i think i love i like cryptids and i'm not the biggest fan of like ghosts or like conspiracy theories because i don't think anybody legit believes cryptids are real i think everybody is like it's fun as fuck no people do man people who've seen bigfoot apparently like they really believe it. I don't know what to think about Bigfoot. I don't know what to, how to feel. I, I love it, though. I think that the shit Bigfoot is, so fun. is Bigfoot is fun, but, like, I, I don't know how something that big could go unseen. Unless it's, like, teleports or turns into... Everything has, like, fucking predator cloaking Yeah, well, there, there is that. There is that. There's, like, the, the they call it the Glimmer Man. Like, they see, like, the predator shit. Like, this is all shit. That you could just go listen to some of these fucking like other podcasts about cryptids. And- I, fi- I find shit suspect. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I agree. I'm the, I'm the uh, skeptic. I no, think. I, you're right to feel that way because uh, some of the shit's crazy. The thing that really makes it suspect is like all of these legends happen after like something that could inspire it comes out. Like, yeah, so nobody talked about yeah. the Glimmer Man until after predator yeah no i i agree like, with that like uh, some of the some al- of people- like the aliens that abducted people like back in the 50s and sh- like before the 50s were little green men in right, saucers and then, and then after like all the roswell stuff came out suddenly they were gray aliens yeah i know so it's it's all somewhat suspect to your boy <laughs> and Except i'm gonna find the truth here on conspiracy cryptid, I'm like Mulder. You're like Scully. We're both exactly. very attractive. I think, uh, fuck. If we, if the the fucking um, virus ever ends, if <laughs> COVID ever ends, we should just start doing fucking like cryptid ghost hunt. adventures. Oh fuck yeah! Just filming a ghost adventures knockoff about like ghosts and cryptids and aliens and shit. Yeah. What a cryptid class podcast. <laughs> we 
we're just gonna everything we ever do from now on is going to be something class podcast. It's called branding, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Get your cryptid class podcast plushie. Nah, it's not gonna be cryptid class podcast. It's gonna be called Jeff and Josh Scared Stupid. <laughs> Uh, and thanks for that email, see. Jack. That's a good one. Our next email is uh, from Ferengi Fashionisto. Ooh. Okay. And uh, it is entitled Rule of Acquisition number 239. Which I believe is always 69 before sex. Deerish, deerish, jork, and junt. Oh, it's for them. I'll pass the microphone over. Yeah. <laughs> Our turn. Yes, let's let's talk about us. We're better. Beware of the new mind. I'm gonna fucking ruin my voice. Beware yeah. of the new mind meld scam. Oh shit! I transmission with you today to warn you of a troubling scam. I recently went through a wormhole with a couple of Ferengi who claim to have got it in an auction. Can someone own a space phenomenon? (laughs) I I suppose that one which Starfleeter's gatekeep may as well be owned. Anyway, I ended up in the Delta Quadrant, and I meet these people with peculiar fashion and even more peculiar musical instruments that I could definitely schlep and schlock back in Alpha Quadrant. (laughs) Schlep and schlock. I asked if these instruments were holophoners, but they didn't know what I was talking about. (laughs) No. We hope to see you soon for tea. I didn't know what they were talking about, but they gave me a demo and my ears smelled latinum. They even offered for free to teach me. Free! Imagine! That's a scam. Little did I know that they'd do a Nagus damned Vulcan mind meld with me without ever touching me. A Nagus damned. And without Vulcans, fire beware. (laughs) To think they could have all my financial information and patents and connections. Now they know that guy in my quadrant that can fix anything for you cheap. Ugh. They know Corey? (laughs) (laughs) It's a Trevor. Everybody knows a fucking Trevor. Trevor who can fix shit, yeah. Ever since that malicious meld, I've been having the weirdest dreams. The memories of this... This listener of M-Class Podcast who forgot to correspond during their festive yearly holiday with some destination called M-Class Email. (laughs) And now I'm seeing their memories of typing that transmission. And they're very sorry for not sending it during the holidays. Wow, this is so meta. This is like (laughs) seven layers of meta. I wake up mid-warp and have memories of telling those humans about their grist mass ornaments of Starfleet vessels, the Enterprise and Voyager. They ask these humans, do you Trek boys have any Trek-related holiday decorations? Oh, man. I don't think I do. I don't. I have a, a DeLorean, and I've got some Star Wars ones, but I don't have Star Trek ones. The only branded thing I have on my tree is, like, we when uh, Crystal and I got married, we bought this, like, Mickey and Minnie Mouse silhouette, like, kissing bulb. Oh, yeah, the smooch bulb. The, sm- the smooch bulb, and we, <laughs> that's, like, the special bulb that we put up. But everything else is, like, standard classic Christmas shit. I put up a pickle first every year. It's just a pickle. That's cool. I fucking it's love the, pickles. The hanging of the pickle. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. It's bing, time bing. for the hanging of the pickle. Gather around, children, and worship the pickle. 
Oye, piccole. Piccole, like piccole. It's like a fucking Latin chanting. He continues. <laughs> Ornaments, holiday. Sounds like Latinum to me. Damn, this guy's horny for Latinum. Damn. I think uh, Junt is going to have like a little bit of a, a fucking Brooklyn accent, too. Oh, so Junt's from it's, Brooklyn. It's oh. <laughs> Ornaments, holiday. Sounds like Latinum to me. Ah, jerk here. Uh, I don't know. Humans take it ornaments for free from their replicators. <laughs> Disgusting. I... <laughs> uh, you know I hate them. <laughs> you know what I hate? Humans. <laughs> oh, no. Disgusting. Uh, but nothing is for... Good thing we're just trolls. <laughs> But nothing is worth it when these dreams start affecting me when I wasn't sleeping. I passed out in the middle of oh, a no. sailor Romulan shoulder pads <laughs> and had some forced <laughs> memory of this podcast fan typing the question, did you Trek boys ever ask Santa for any Trek stuff? Me, I asked for a Borg action figure once and got a LaForge instead, and I loved it no less. Yeah, I have uh, some of those figures, but I don't think I got them for Christmas. Uh I had a cue. I don't know where he oh, is. Man. He's missing. I one year. I recently wanted to start getting some of the, the diecast ships, but they're kind of expensive. Yeah, I have two of them. I've got the Enterprise A and the Enterprise D, and they were not cheap. Yeah, I saw they came out with the Nakira class, oh, that's cool. and I was like, "That's a cool ship." Um, I asked one year a friend of mine who didn't even like Star Trek had a uh, Klingon Bird of Prey. Yeah. And I wanted it so bad. It was so cool. And I asked for That's it, dope. and I did not get it. And they were like, oh, I guess Santa didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, Santa isn't a Star Trek fan? Well, fuck you, Santa. Uh, Christmas was really the only time I got most anything, because like, I grew up like super yeah. poor. <laughs> but yeah. uh, So that sucked. I never got that toy. And I'm still pissed <laughs> to this day. Well, uh, maybe Santa will give it to you for your birthday. I need to look it up because it wasn't like a special toy. It's, a, it's just like a regular toy you'd get at like Walmart yeah, or something. Yeah, just go on eBay. Let's like look. This is where I start to get into trouble because I'm like, oh, let's just go on eBay and look for Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, right? I would end up buying them now. Oh, look at what I'm doing. I'm going on eBay. <laughs> uh, continuing the email, says, uh, Jork, Junt, I was hyposprayed away in Medbay. They wanted to brain scan me. More like brain scam. I wasn't waiting for them to Damn. rack up a medical bill, though they claimed they were beyond money. Ugh, I left. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's disgusting. Ah. Beyond money. How do you pay for your prostitutes? <laughs> beyond money? Do you mean double money? <laughs> like, Two monies? I, I passed know. out later on my ship and had to wait through a memory of the alien rambling about ship models and wanting a bird of prey as a kid. What? But as an adult, they now like the Franklin what? ship design from some. <laughs> this is so meta. <laughs> uh, from some mediocre film, except they went on a rant about how it doesn't have a deflector dish, and that bothered them until they realized the Miranda class, or was it the Soyuz class, whatever, same thing, right? Oh, they said it yeah, also right? doesn't have a deflector thingy, so the detail doesn't bother them as much. Damn. Then they asked these Trek humans 
What what's a ship they'd want a costly keepsake of? Uh, in STO, you can send away and get your ship made. Oh yeah, I heard about that. And it costs a lot of money. <laughs> it's like two hundred bucks. It's crazy. Depending on how costly it is, like I would love an Excelsior class ship. That would be really yeah, dope. The Cadillac of ships. That would be super it's cool. It's like a big old Lincoln. It's the only uh, Star Trek ship that has a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like hunched down inside of its, it's shoulders. It's got a turtleneck like chain. <laughs> Don't, get the one that didn't that bottle didn't break on it. It's just dirty. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, a fucking bird of prey, damn it. That's what I want. <laughs> They're so cool. So after this ordeal, I checked out this M-Class podcast to see what this was all about, and I will say this. They have some great ads. Brilliant marketing. Oh, hell yeah. Did you know for as little as one antiquated Earth dollar a month, you could subscribe to their Patreon and receive extra content? Cheap if you ask me. What a steal. And they have other sponsors, too, like another podcast called Bits, Chips, and Flip Scripts, where the hosts and guests change some detail of a Holosuite game and discuss how the change affects the plot and gameplay. Great show idea. And, oh no, Jork Junt, another male dream is overtaking me. Ah! (laughs) Don't look into the light! Say, Trek boys, what bit of a script would you flip in a Trek show, and how would it change the series? I would delete the one we just watched. that would be good. Delete the Traveler so I never have to fucking see him again. Yeah, I thought we were done with the Traveler, but then it turns out uh, we weren't. He comes back again after this. I gotta say, like... I would delete Neelix from episode two of Voyager Onward, or episode three Onward, (laughs) where he changes his characterization completely. Wouldn't it be funny, though, if he just followed Voyager? Like, if he had his own shit that he did, but then every now and then he would just show up and be like, yeah, I'm just following you. Like, that would be really funny. To begin with, he was like a rogue. He was like a space rogue. Like, he was like... Always in hot water for his previous actions, and he was like a fast talking, like con man type character. He's like a like a smuggler. Yeah, he's like a fast talking con man smuggler type guy. And then in episode three, he's just a fucking clown for the rest of the show. He's a he's a damn idiot. Uh, That or I guess I would get rid of Wesley Crusher. (laughs) Yeah, I would. I would do that. That's what uh, I would do. Finally back awake. Warning you not to mind weld with strangers in strange quadrants or accept free music lessons. Scams, I say. Anyway, I labeled it a holophoner anyway. Told them there wasn't an image because they were off key. Trust the Ferengi ears. <laughs> <laughs> Signed Ferengi Fashionisto, signing off from the scam med bay of the USS Okona Care. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I tell you what, sounds like you've got some lobes for business. <laughs> I myself am busy trying to sell my jork dork shirts. Do you want to explain that to the listeners or 
It's like if you're a dork for jork. You, it's like a club, and look, it's like five latinum. Just give me it. Mm, you'd be a fool not to pay it, honestly. I mean, I'll give it to you for four latinum, because, you know. You're such a kind-hearted Ferengi. Okay, six. Damn it. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll sell you a dork for jork shirt. For three oh. latinum. Okay, and then I'll give you six latinum, and then you give me three back, and then we'll buy another one, and we'll sell that one. Oh my god, we're business geniuses. <laughs> we're ready to go to the Grand Nagus. I love the idea that Jork and Jun are really bad businessmen. <laughs> yeah, they're like just idiots. Morons. Well, that's like everything. Yeah, they're just dummies. We're, we're, uh, this whole series is just us faking doing a podcast so we can workshop a sitcom spinoff of Star Trek called Jork and Jun. Yeah. Jork and Jun. <laughs> they're, they're different, but the same. <laughs> Are we ready for the next email? That's the, that's the fucking tagline. They're different, but the same. It's Jork and Jun. Jork and Jun. Yeah, let's get that next one. This one is from Austin L. And he said, I think it's he says, Dear Trek Boys, Austin L here. I want to deeply apologize oh. for my oh, last no. email. <laughs> it was unintentionally offensive and crossed the line. That is no, not true. I'm sorry. We, we it, made too much it, of a big no. joke deal about it. I apologize. Yeah, no, we, we, we do not care. We were just making fun of ourselves. Making you really it, like, did totally the world fun. a favor because you made me remember that from the absolute beginning of the show, we were supposed to take turns reading emails, and I just did it the first episode and fucking forgot from then on. <laughs> It was supposed to be like original <laughs> characters where me and Kevin took turns. Yeah. Well, I like I don't want to read all of it because he is he feels bad and and he shouldn't because no, no, reading no, 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 it. No. I, I don't know. He said he says that me reading the email is chef's it kiss, is. but I'm reading them now. So literally, you did help us yeah, do that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Here's some. Here's a question. Anyway, <laughs> my groveling aside. Were you guys the types of kids who would mix a fuck ton of candy or soda together? Like at elementary school class parties, I remember mixing every two liter available into one cup, trying it, thinking it was disgusting, drinking it all the way, then doing the same thing again, thinking it would somehow come to out delicious this time. <laughs> I made chocolate peanut butter clusters a few weeks ago by melting down a box of clearance valentine's day chocolate all together in one pot right? <laughs> and it reminded me of that bullshit i did as a kid i thought it was a pretty common thing to do but no one in my current friend circle ever did that so i don't know what to think anymore yours ensign l aboard the uss sugar high apple pie in the sky hopes when i was a kid uh no when i, when I, I was never a kid i used to like and i would go to a place like mcdonald's that had like the dispenser Oh, yeah, I would do, do it, it there. there, and it was disgusting. I would make like a little. I'd yeah. go like, psh, 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 and I'd drink the little bit, and be like, Bleh, and I'd pour the little tiny bit out, and then get my regular drink. I don't know if this is a common thing. I mean, I would do that too. But at uh, if anyone's ever worked at Starbucks, your last day that you work there, uh, they do that with the drinks. There. Really, they mix you this like crazy drink. And it's like full of fucking sugar, and it's 
probably the worst thing you could ever drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not bad because it's just I didn't sugary. Know you worked but at like, Starbucks. I did yeah. for like a little bit. Learn something new every day, and then I. Then I was like, guess what? I'm going to start a podcast and take over the world. Turned out that's exactly what happened, Lord High Chamberlain And it turned out I started a podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Uh, No, but I never did that as a kid. I wasn't into candy. (coughs) I sneezed. Bless you. Sorry. Sorry. Bless you, said the atheist. And also with you, said the other. <laughs> so, like, you weren't into candy as a kid? No, because my grandparents owned a candy store, so I could just have whatever I oh wanted. Oh, my God. I don't know what that's like. Like, my parents never bought candy, so anytime I could get it, I would go, like, nuts. My parents were smart. They never said, like, I couldn't do it, because they knew that if that was a thing, I would just eat candy like crazy. I mean, we ate candy, but, like, I certainly didn't mix them together. That's crazy. I don't even do that with my food. <laughs> I had a I had a weird moment of, uh, like, understanding and, like, a connection w- watching an interview with Donald Glover where he was talking yeah. about getting, like, a bunch of money in, when he was in college because he was working, uh, he was writing for 30 Rock. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Conan O'Brien was like, well, when you were, you were fairly young and you had all this like money coming in, it wasn't giant money, yeah. but you had all this money. What did you spend it on? And he's like, oh man, I didn't spend it well. He's like, well, what? And he's like, yeah, mostly like gushers. <laughs> and like, I buy gushers all the fucking time. <laughs> Dude, I used to do that for Game of Vision. I would buy shark bites and I'd have to hide the shark bites. <laughs> Because they would be gone. <laughs> like, I'll go to the store and get one of those, like, mix-and-match packs that have, like, Gushers, Fruit by the Foot, and Fruit Roll-Ups in them. Oh, no. And I go, like, hard so on that shit. Yeah, were you one of those weirdos who would wrap the Fruit Roll-Up around their finger and then suck Hell on no. It? What the fuck? All right, thank God. We can still be friends. Okay, we're good. You fucking, you roll yeah. the Fruit Roll-Up up, and then you take, like, big fucking honking chews. You take a chaw off yeah, of that shit. It. Yeah, you chew it. Yeah, chaw yeah. Yeah, that's how you do it. And uh, with the fruit, no. with the fruit by the foot, you put one end in your mouth and you unravel it. <laughs> yeah, and you try to eat all all of it. Oh man, I still oh, I'm like a ten year old boy at heart. Like just fucking give when me some gushers. Fuck, when the fuck was the last time I had a fucking fruit by the foot? I'll tell you the last time I had it two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Grocery day last yeah. week. <laughs> I have to stop myself when I go to the grocery store every time being like, "Ah, I could get some fruit roll-ups. Man, I used to fucking, like, play people hard with the shark bites. Like, they would be gone within the first day, right? And then everyone would be like, oh. And then I'd be like, hold on. I was like a mom in a commercial. (laughs) And I, like, would, like, whip out the hidden box and be like, there's more. Everybody's like, yay. (laughs) Yay. Love Josh. Give him a promotion. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I I still love. Well, the thing is, I like gummy candies, like gummy bears, yeah. like uh, shark bites. Yeah, gummy candy is gummy good. candy is my favorite. Like I like chocolate candy pretty well, and I like other candies too, pretty but well. Gotta... But like gummy candy is my shit. If I I drank a chocolate milk the other day, like from um like a Nesquik chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you about the migraine that I Why had. Why do you do this to yourself? 
Have you ever had Nesquik chocolate yeah. milk? <laughs> it did not give me a it's migraine. Delicious. It's good. If I got a migraine, though, I might... I don't know. I'd still do it. You eat yeah, cheese? Yeah. I was like... I was thinking exactly that. I was like, fucking... You're like, skirt, 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 hit Those in glass houses. Fucking... I'm just throwing stones as hard as I can. You drove a Ferrari through that glass house. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. Every meal I ever eat has dairy in it in one way or another. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. The only thing I eat regularly that has no dairy in it is uh, human tikka flesh. masala, chicken tikka masala. Oh, fuck. Don't say that. Oh, now I need that. Oh, man. Fuck you. So, so fucking good. I haven't had that in a little while. It's so fucking good. I don't think I've had Indian food since the pandemic. That sucks Holy dick. shit. Like, we make tikka masala at home. Yeah, I could go get some of those, like, homemade, like, even, like, those, like, uh... Kind of TV dinner yeah. ones that they're pretty you can, good. What you could do, like uh, what we usually do if we're not like trying to make it from scratch, is we get. Uh, it's really funny. We always make a joke about it. Um, there's a brand of like curry concentrates or curry sauces you can buy called. Yes, I get Patax. those. I buy those. Is oh, it yeah. Patak? And <laughs> yeah, and we get that all the time to make. I never even thought of that. It's Holy so shit. It's so fucking good, and it's so Dude, that fun. That shit's amazing. I love eating a patak. <laughs> I get, the, I get the, the tikka one, and I get the yellow one, the korma. Oh, yeah. Korma's, korma's good. good as fuck. The only thing is, I, I wish they had, like, a sog. Because, like, when I go to the yeah, restaurant, no, I get, like, a yeah, sog. Yeah, when I was in England, I had korma there, and it was sugary. It was weird. Yeah, like, I've, I ran into that when I, uh, I ordered from like a local place here for the first time yeah. and i was like why is this sweet what the fuck yeah korma's kind of sweet but i mean i'm talking like this was like candy uh, i was like this is weird I was, like, I, like when i order indian food i want it to obliterate my insides for two days yeah i want to cry yes. i want to fucking weep make make it hurt <laughs> whenever wh- make it hurt dad whatever <laughs> whatever i can order stuff like if I order Indian food on the phone or I order on like an online service that has like a little like notes section, I always yeah. be like, make it for some, make it as if it's for someone who isn't white, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. There was a great restaurant that me and my cousin and his family would go to. Uh, and even like the white people, Indian food was like, oh, hell yeah. and I was like, this is amazing. That's what I want. It was man. so good. God, I love Indian food God, so much. I fucking love Indian food. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, thanks for the email, Austin L. Here's the thing, man. Never apologize ever to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Never apologize to anyone. Certainly no. us. Uh, we love you, and yeah. uh, you did absolutely we, we nothing wrong. We just took a joke yeah. and ran with it too hard. <laughs> we weren't. We weren't upset. I, I'm telling like being honest like yeah. seriously we were not upset uh we we probably still will make jokes about it i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, still, still be a thing. <laughs> we can't let anything go we're no. idiots uh, our next email is from uh vg and uh i know i know this person uh, vg dad on twitter if you want to look him up yeah uh it's entitled star trek wars okay hey, track boys hey hello i hope you're doing well today do you think Star Wars exists in the Star Trek universe? Could you, the crew go to the holodeck and reenact the movies? 
I think contractually, no. Because <laughs> Disney owns them, Just like right? litigation Star Trek wise, is owned by probably yeah. not. Yeah, no, I don't think but so. But like, you know, if we're talking the Star Trek future that really will happen someday, I hope. Yeah, you yeah. can go on the holodeck and reenact Star Wars if you wanted. Sure, why not? Uh, who do you think some of the characters would play? I could imagine Riker taking on the role of Han Solo. Worf could begrudgingly yeah. be talked into playing Chewie. Probably no, he would hate it, and it would be probably funny. some hilarious comparisons too. I guess this is kind of a pe- a peyote. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Yeah, War- I could just see Worf like like there's like a Chewie thing, and Worf's like <laughs> he just growls like he does. Uh, unfortunately, I think Wesley would be playing Luke. No, that would suck. Actually, maybe Jordy should pit play Luke. Yeah, he would be better, Luke. He's innocent boy. He's a he's a truly good-hearted guy who would never cover up a murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we forgetting the fact that like at least a manslaughter, like yeah. it's you know exactly maybe second degree murder. Like I think, uh, tr- like Crusher would play Leia. I couldn't see Troy being Leia. I think Troy would be Leia. You think so? I think Leia's too feisty. Yeah. She's too strong-willed. I think Troy's feisty. I think Troy is more, like, laid back. She played that cowboy. That's, fuck, yeah, you're right, man. She was a badass as that cowboy. She was like, I'm just gonna shoot she people. She could for sure be Leia, then. <laughs> um, I don't... It would really suck I to think be Data C-3PO should... and R2-D2. I was going to say, like, Data should show up as, like, a cowboy. <laughs> like, he totally misses the point of it. Or he shows up as, like, Sherlock Holmes again, and he's like, I'm going to be Sherlock Holmes. It'd be really great if, like, the whole episode you were kind of, like, wondering where Data was. And then eventually yeah. Boba Fett takes his helmet off, and it's Data. <laughs> it's Data. <laughs> Or maybe but even, even more ridiculous, Boba Fett should take his helmet off and it's uh, fucking Miles O'Brien. It's O'Brien. <laughs> Exocomp is R2. Oh, yeah, of course. They just kept it just one. Flies around. <laughs> <laughs> it just flies around. Uh, who, I guess the question is, like, who's going to be playing, like, the bad guys? Or, or are they all, like, computer-controlled? Because it would be really um, great to have Patrick Stewart play Darth Vader. Yeah, that would be funny. I think Admiral Bechayev should be there. <laughs> if if Picard was going to play somebody not a bad guy, he would definitely be like Obi-Wan Kenobi. He'd be like old Ben Kenobi. Yeah, he'd be Obi-Wan, yeah. I don't know who you could pl- put as bad guy. Q? Q would come in and play all the bad guys? Like, Q's, yeah, Q's like, what are you doing? And he just, like, takes over. Kind of like the, uh, the Robin Hood great. episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's cool enough to be Lando, though? Uh, I don't know. That's hmm. a toughie. Who, who, who is cool enough to, nobody. No, I guess nobody. I guess Lando has to be computer controlled. <laughs> Uh, but I think Worf would like love Lando, and he would just be like, "I like Gaul." <laughs> like he would just be like, <laughs> he'd be like, like, "Can I play Lando?" And they'd be like, "No, you're Chewy. Yeah. I don't want to be Chewy. No. I want to be Lando." <laughs> he just growls. No, you're Chewy. 
Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yep, you got it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, all right, hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and remember to stay hydrated. Oh, man, that's all I do is suck down shitty water. S- signed now. Ensign VG of the USS Nerf Herder. Uh, I have a giant fucking, like, water bottle, I guess. It's like a thermos water bottle full of water. Yeah. You inspired me to get one. I have one right here, but I need to get more water. Damn. In Did you guys hear the fucking, uh, that maybe got picked up and maybe didn't, the fucking, like, seal being broken when I pulled up the straw on this shit? Oh, let's, man. It's got a seal. Let's see if I can get this like to happen again England? near the mic. Ah, nah, it didn't work. Like, I pulled it open and it was like... It's like a fucking, like, carbonite or something. Yeah, that's the first drink of water I've had all day. Um, Yeah, I have this iced tea, but I'm talking, so I can't drink it. Yeah, you can't really drink when you're making podcasts. When we do the podcast, we should just hook IVs up to ourselves. (laughs) Because we're here for, like, six hours. Every time we end the podcast, I, like, can't talk for the rest of the day. No, so this podcast, like as much as I I love you, Jeff, and I love this show, has been the sole source of me believing that I have COVID <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> because t- tomorrow I'll be like, "Yo, my fucking throat hurts. I got yeah. COVID." Also, tomorrow we're both doing something, so that's gonna be yeah. Tomorrow great. we have another thing we gotta do. We're just gonna be on it like, "Yeah, this is fine." Uh, it's like a fucking two-pack-a-day smoker, dude. Uh, yeah, we do this podcast for, like, six hours, like, all together with, like, talking in between and everything, and then I just don't want to talk for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to play some Elder Scrolls, and hopefully I'm not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking zone out. Uh, what's our next email, Josh? Our next email is from, let's see who says... It's from at Mario Chief. Mm-hmm. Cool dude, cool dude. Okay. I'm getting used to this email thing Oh, yeah. They say, Track Boys. The title of the email was just clickbait. I didn't even it's read the It's ten book. cool things about Jeff that Josh doesn't want you to know. I clicked on it, so it, did. it worked. And it obviously worked. <laughs> wow. Goddess. How y'all doing? That's the first question. You get three more. Uh, good. <laughs> as good as you can be during these trying times. That's a question. Yes, that's the second question. Yes. Okay. That's great to hear. Anyway, I've been working on my first and only job at a movie theater since I got out of high school 11 years ago, of which I am now general manager. Hey, congratulations. Excellent. You'll be admiral manager in no time. <laughs> The ongoing terribleness with the Rona while we're... I didn't even think there's a movie theater that's open. That's crazy. Yeah, that's terrifying, actually. Yeah, the, yeah, all of ours are closed, which sucks. It's sad as fuck driving by it. Yeah, cause that's it's like, true. It's like an abandoned temple of fun. It sucks, dude. Uh, the ongoing terribleness with the Rona while also working at a place that attracts the freedom-loving crowd that thinks that science is dumb and death is edgy and cool... Has resulted in me really losing faith oh, in humanity. Jeez, yep. Louise. Yup. Few questions for you, Bob. 
<laughs> Hopefully they're cheery. <laughs> Do you believe in science? Yes. yes. Uh, no, it's as someone who doesn't see themselves as particularly creative, but is curious about pursuing a career in the creative field, what is a good way to get out of a mindset of having to make something amazing, but rather a mindset of having a good time with creative with the creative process? Oh, I got a quote. Woo! I got a quote about that that I, I coined with uh, talking to Josh. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's okay to suck. To begin with yeah. and along the way. Like, you just have to yeah. tell yourself, like, I'm not going to be good to begin with, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think to piggyback on what you said, try to do something just for you. Oh, yeah. Don't think about it as something for somebody that's else. That's definitely the best way to start out is, like, even, like, as it goes along, you'll always be doing something for you, but you might, like, want to share it with other people as well. Yeah. The best way to start out with the creative process is to just make stuff for you, and if you don't want to share it, don't share it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Nobody's got to know. You don't got to. There's no report card, no. right? You don't have to, it's not school. Also, like, you don't have to show anybody. Good and bad is subjective, and yeah. like, you may be worried about like making something amazing or making something even just good or whatever, but like your version of good could be completely different than someone else's. All you really have to do is just put in the process and at the end you'll be done. You'll have something you made and you'll be one step closer to doing those amazing things you want to do. Right. Um, Nobody starts at the top. You got to make your own ladder. Whoa. You're all kinds of wisdom. I got a wisdom score that is above zero. I got that going for me. You're like a wise dirt. That's what they're called. A wizard. A wizard. I'm a wizened old man now. You're wizened. (laughs) It's like you pee yourself. (laughs) Anyway, as someone who has been getting very cynical over the past year, do you boys have any advice on how to see the good in humanity over giving into despair slash hopelessness? Man, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I know it sucks, dude. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's like it really depends on where you focus your vision. Because, I mean, like, it can be hard. I was talking. I was keep your head down and stay frosty. That's all I can really say. Like honestly, if you have to like not look at stuff, don't. Like, I know it's hard because you're working with the public and shit, but like, I don't know, man. I mean, you see, you you can obviously see the good in humanity by the people that are doing good that you're around, like you yourself, yeah. like some people who. You know, the people you love, the people you, like, believe in, the people you, like, like. Like, yeah. there, there's a huge number of people who are doing the right thing, who you are behind or you're um, maybe missing because it's hard not to focus on how shitty everybody else is. Yeah, the shittiness really outshines the not-shittiness, yeah. right? Like, I mean, like, there's always... Finding solace in each other is all we can ever really do as human beings. Yeah. And searching out the people who aren't terrible, who aren't adding to the misery, who aren't adding to like the despair <laughs> and hopelessness you're talking about, is probably the best thing you could possibly do to get past it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's he. I, I don't have anything else to add. That's perfect. Uh, wait, where am I in the email? Uh, thanks for all the laughs and giving me the feeling of hanging out with a couple of buds during these isolating times. Yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah, listening. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Yeah. P.S. Have you guys heard about this website? www.patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Tell know. me more. It's a really cool and fun place to give Earth currency to. Anyone listening to this transmission should give it a try. Wow, oh, I will. I better head over there right now. Did you say that was patreon.com slash mclasspodcast? I did. That's patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Damn. I better head over there and give them all of the money in my bank account right now. <laughs> Also, it's Mario Day. What are y'all's most memorable memorable memories playing a Mario game? Uh, getting a Nintendo when I was five. Oh man, um, I I remember sitting in front of my Super Nintendo and playing Mario World a lot. I remember playing a lot of regular yeah. like Nintendo Mario and like I I spent a lot of time playing Mario Three especially. But I think the most vivid I memories I have are like playing Super Mario World and then like. How fucking nuts it was when Mario sixty four came out, and yeah. you could you could go anywhere and do anything. It was like crazy, right? Yeah. I remember playing. It. I remember renting it and being like, "What the fuck?" You ever think about how nuts <laughs> it is that that's the first three D game Nintendo ever made, and they got it so perfect the first I, time? I think about how good the sixty four is. Yeah, like N sixty four is. Maybe the perfect console. I guess the only thing that's really wrong with it is it doesn't have a big library of games. No, but that kind of makes it like better, you know. That's true. Because it's like that was it's like that was an era like the Super Nintendo, like Sega Genesis, and then like the Nintendo sixty four. If you picked out a random game, chances are you were probably gonna have a good time with it. Yeah. That was a weird time when the games were weirdly good. I don't know. Like I, I remember I picked up... I'd never heard of the game before. I picked up Blast Core for Nintendo 64. I'd never heard of it before, but the front of the game had like a bulldozer fighting a giant bee. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And the game is about uh, we, like using vehicles to fight an alien bug invasion. Yes. It's fun I as fuck. I remember playing. Yeah, that's a good game. Oh man, yeah. You could end up. You I could end up playing with a bummer too, like Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Yeah, there were some bad <laughs> ones. I mean, I even own some bad ones. To be honest, it's with true. You, oh, yeah. I'm gonna suggest everybody here a game, and I guess I'll suggest this to fucking continue while I've got one of you here too. Who? Uh, <laughs> who? Um. <laughs> Uh, I played this game on NES and I fucking loved it. It was called uh, Archon Between the Light and the Dark. That sounds heavy as shit. It's like it's set up like a chess game, right? And on one side is the light side, which is made up of like knights, wizards, griffins, and mm-hmm. all this shit. And on the other side, it's the bad side, made up of like an evil sorcerer, dragons, goblins. Bad side, bad side wins. And, I'm gonna be bad uh, side. You pick whichever side you want to play. And the thing bad is, side. all of these characters, like when you land on the same space, you don't just like take their piece. They it fight. takes you to a screen where you fight each other in real time. You play the character. Yeah, and every yeah. character has special abilities 
and like hip. So I can suck at chess and fighting games. <laughs> uh, it's not like a fighting game. It's like an NES game. So it's like a top-down Legend of Zelda oh, kind of thing, and oh, you just right. uh, attack okay. each other. And like uh, yeah, the yeah. wizard and the sorcerer have, um, they're like the queen pieces on both sides, and they have spells that they can cast. Where they can like change the board or resurrect enemies or um, like cast a lightning bolt to make people slower. That's fucking unnatural as shit. And God, that game is so fun. Oh, what's it called Archon yeah. the, between the light and the yeah. dark. It's, uh, it's good. A R C H O N Archon. A R okay, not like Acon like no. the, the rapper. He's in it though. Convict. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Akon. That was good. It sounded like he was right here with us. Yeah. I, uh, thanks, Mario Chief. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, like, uh, one of the most recent Mario memories I have is, like, there's a point in Mario Odyssey where, like, you helped the, the mayor of New Donk City is Pauline from Donkey Kong, like the girl that gets kidnapped. She's like the mayor now. Yeah. She really moved up in the world. Oh, that's good. She got her law degree yeah. and everything. And she's um she's like, help me find musicians for the party tonight. And you uh-huh. go around the city and you find these hidden people who were like playing instruments and they're like, yeah, I'll be in a party. Sure. And then uh, it plays this little cutscene, and then you play this big level while the band and Pauline are like singing "Jump Up Superstar," and like fireworks are going off, and the whole city is going nuts. That's awesome. And it's just this fucking giant, amazing celebration while you're playing through like a quick, fun level. That's awesome, and man. That was like beautiful. I loved it. Yeah, dude. Mario Odyssey is that's, probably the perfect Mario game. I'll say it. That's crazy talk. It is so fucking good. I've played it. It is good. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't have a Switch or anything, though. It's it's worth it just for Mario Odyssey. Um, yeah. Also, there's Zelda. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is fun as fuck, man. Skyrim Zelda. I went yeah. back to playing Breath of the Wild like a week ago. Started playing it again. Nice. Um, Make some shields. Here's a, here's a secret. For Breath of the Wild, if you got an amiibo, mm-hmm. right, you can do like the little thing where um, certain amiibo give you outfits, but you yeah. can only scan it once a day. What the and, fuck? And uh, sometimes it doesn't give you the outfit piece; it just gives you like a power up. What the so fuck? So what you do is you scan it and you open up the treasure chest that appears, and if it's not what you want, you go back to your previous save. Like you save before you scan it. Right. And once you get one piece of the outfit, you can't get another for 24 hours. But did you know the Switch's internal time can be changed? (laughs) If you go into the Switch's internal time and date and settings and set it ahead 24 hours, you can get all the pieces by doing that. What? You're fucking time hacking, Yeah, baby. Damn, you're you're a fucking wizard. Get the fuck out of here. I bought the um, Zelda 25th anniversary amiibo that's like an 8-bit guy because it gives you the original Legend of Zelda outfit. Yeah, it's worth it. It's so fucking good. That's such a clever fucking thing that they do. It's ridiculous. Man. I'm glad I didn't get into this because I would totally... That's a serious problem. Yeah, amiibo is like wild. Like, they're so expensive and there's so many of them. 
There's trillions. Like of them. there's, it's crazy. There's f- six or seven different outfits you can get. You can get like Ocarina of Time, uh, Twilight yeah. Princess, the original Zelda, um, like a knight armor from one of the games. Like it's wild what all you can get. They're like the Funko Pops of figures. Yeah, they look way better. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about Fun- I was a star, very anti Funko Pop. Oh yeah, we talked but- about this last time. Did we talk about? Yeah. yeah, but like, man, there's a Funko Pop for everybody. Yeah, dude. I, I have the dude. There is. Like I said last time yeah. from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm not gonna call That's anybody really out, one. but somebody like I was talking about movies that never clicked that everybody loves that like I don't get. And somebody yeah. responded, yeah, like, I never got The Big Lebowski. I think that movie's god-awful. Mm, that's an interesting and wrong And opinion. I was just like, oh, it's my, one of my favorite movies of all time. And he was like, oh, uh, I guess I just didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I was like, nah, it's cool. Though I was like, don't sweat it. I'm putting two and two together, and I think I know this one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was talking about sitting through a movie. Like, trying right. to riff on it, and then I didn't realize how much longer was left. I told the story before about Howard the Duck, but that's where that came from. Oh, Howard the Duck is so good and bad. It's not good bad, though. It's no, just it's, bad. It's stupid. It's so... But, oh, man. It was, like, one of the movies we had growing oh, up, geez. right? So it was, You're like... Cursed. I curse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, Mommy. Our, uh, our next email is from Josh R., and it's entitled mm-hmm. Cookout Foods. All of them. Indian food. Hell, cookout question. Indian food. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Trek gentlemen. I know it's been a while since people have been able to gather together and have fun, but I was wondering, in the summertime, what are your favorite cookout foods? If it's not burgers or hot dogs, if it's burgers or hot dogs, what are your favorite toppings? What sides do you like? Um, macaroni salad is good. I prefer potato salad. Potato salad is also good, um, but I have requirements for potato salad. Better not have any goddamn raisins in it. No fucking. What do you think? I'm a crazy person. What do you? What kind of man do you think I am? A white man. <laughs> I would never, dude. I don't even like raisins and cookies. Fuck I like raisins, raisins and cookies. I'll eat raisins by themselves. Get that shit. Even. Bury those fucks in the backyard and grow a raisin tree. <laughs> Get this shit out of my food. Uh, I like the red, like redskin potatoes. Oh are yeah, really that's good, good shit. Um, I yeah, I mean, Dude, I, don't I like a know, kebab. Man, like, a, like I was just gonna fucking say, like, a I kebab, go nuts man. for a goddamn kebab. Dude, I will fucking shove a kebab up my You'll butt. You boof and eat a it kebab straight up your yeah, ass. I'm gonna, yeah, it's faster. <laughs> it gets the delicious Get kebab. Him. Faster to your tummy. Yeah. The kebabs are what good. You, what do you I get mean, on your burger, Josh? Oh, uh, so, like, lately I've been, like, really going nuts with stuff. Um, uh, onions, cheese, like, like maybe, like, a horseradish cheese. Hell yeah. Uh, A1 is good. Mm-hmm. I'll do, like, a buffalo burger where I'll put, like, blue cheese dressing and buffalo oh, sauce shit, on it. that's good as hell. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you uh, my secret to making like a burger that's gonna fucking just melt your face off. It's so good. Yeah, I want to know. Is uh, chop up like mince up some garlic, just a bunch of garlic, yeah. and just put it in the patty, and oh, then cook fuck, that dude. shit up. It's so good. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I haven't eaten today. Like I'm dying. I'm so yeah, hungry. Yeah, my like. 
I love A1 sauce and onions on a burger. Yes. I like to get, like, uh, a spicy mustard. Like, we do this thing where um, yeah. we do... It has to be spicy. Uh, Duke's mayonnaise mm-hmm. and um, sriracha sauce yep. and a, a couple dollops of soy sauce. If you do mayonnaise and sriracha... Holy fuck, it's so Yeah, good. the spicy mayonnaise is, like, fucking dope as hell, too. Yeah. Like, um, just, I tell you, the little splash of, splash of soy actually makes all the difference. It makes it so... I would try that. It makes it so bodyful. Gives it all that umami. Umami, yeah, that's the sixth flavor. That umami. Uh... Yeah, man. Uh, what else was... Yeah, I what about on a hot else? dog? That's the fucking thing that people kill for. Oh, people go nuts about hot dogs. Onions on a hot dog, cheese yeah, on yeah. everything. Uh, I'll do ketchup and mustard on yeah, a hot dog. I don't dog. see anything wrong with that. People talk about it like it's a fucking yeah. sin or whatever, but you're eating pig anus. You're eating, like, the dirt from a pig, you t- right? Take your head <laughs> like, out of the pig's ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a tube of, like disregarded parts yeah. right like like on a hot yeah. dog i'm talking like my perfect hot dog is mustard onions chili as chili chili is good that's my yeah. perfect hot dog and if i can't get chili it's just mustard and onions i'll do i'll do anything on a hot dog i honestly. fucking hate coleslaw or uh yes coleslaw it. is disgusting except my grandmother's coleslaw is banging it's oh, so damn. good I've, I've never had good coleslaw in my life i think it's disgusting her coleslaw rules she won't tell anybody me and my mom had to reverse engineer this coleslaw turns out the secret is put a shitload of sugar in it <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes dessert coleslaw it's so good um it's uh yeah i won't put that Dude, shit i like on to have jalapenos on a burger or hot dog as I well think, i think i'm allergic to jalapenos maybe because i eat them and then liquid shoots out of my butthole um i think that's what they're supposed to do no this is like bad like this is like do i need to go to the hospital <laughs> i'm not a big fan of relish which is weird considering how no, much i relish- love pickles Pickles rule relish sucks. Well, relish is like That's sweet pickle, and I fucking hate sweet pickles. It's not only sweet pickle, but it's a chopped up sweet pickle. Yeah. Like, I can't fucking chew my own well, food. Well, here's the thing about pickles that I find to be uh, the most true for me. The more a knife has cut a pickle, the less I want it. That's... You're right. Like, if it's just a whole fucking pickle, give it to me. I want it. Yeah. If it's a spear, fuck yeah, I'm in. If we're talking like... Hell yeah. The, like, little circles. All right, I'll have it. And if it's relish, get the fuck out. I don't want it. At Wawa, they have those little pickle bags, and they're really good. I do like a pickle bag. I got questioned the other night. I got really hungry at midnight, and I went to Wawa, and I get a a meatball sub, meatball hoagie with uh, pickles on it. And the dude was like, pickles? And I was like, dude, you gotta try it. Dude, I still need to try that. You told me about that years ago, and I still haven't tried it. It's so fucking good. I have to give it a shot. You won't regret it. That's the thing. I don't want to dislike foods. I want to like everything. I wish I did. Yeah, but some foods are bad. Like relish. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Relish and coleslaw, except Josh's grandma's. And most people's coleslaw. Yeah, the most coleslaw is disgusting. Josh's grandma's sugar slaw is good. (laughs) Get on Grammy's sugar slaw. Um, uh, Josh R says, personally speaking, I like my hamburgers with mayo, bacon, jalapenos, and grilled onions. Sounds good. That's too, uh, that's too good for hot me. Hot dogs with coleslaw. Ooh. 
mustard just, and pickled hot peppers. We just said no. And my <laughs> ideal side is vinegar pasta salad, which I do like. Pasta salad's I good. I do like yeah, a pasta yeah. salad. Um, yeah. Man... You talking about those roasted red potatoes, man. I could go for some of that right I now. I can smell them. I can fucking smell them. I'm so hungry. Uh, half know, of our questions too. are always about food. You ever notice that? <laughs> yeah, but we do like eating food. It's, true. it's good. Man. Am I next? Uh, well, let me finish this out by saying, uh, he says, thanks for reading and being cool guys as always. Your chief cooking officer josh r of the uss midwest emo is grilling music dudes hell yeah get up kids (laughs) it was next baby next is from uh brian and brian says jeff you're great stop okay jeff you're great stop being mean to josh and watch bsg yeah i agree i don't know what that is what made you give Human Picard a glowy red eye in your awesome Picard piece? Because he's a bore. Yeah, it's supposed to be like... It's like, uh... It's the deepest I ever get with, like, symbolism. I'm trying to get deeper into symbolism and art. He still has the glowing red eye because he's still... He can't get away from being Locutus. Yeah, he's haunted. He's yeah. still part Borg inside and there's no escaping from it. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> That's right, baby! Deep metaphor. Uh, <laughs> deep metaphor. Josh, what was the song you used in for the Pretend Friends ad in the Alf episode of Continue? Shazam can't find it. All right, let's yeah, go let's to it. let's take a trip down memory lane, aka YouTube search, YouTube. to figure out what that Spell is. Right. I'll talk a little bit about more about my symbolism. Yeah, continue. <laughs> uh, continue. Ha. Um, <laughs> the. I was gonna do like like some tubules like coming from Locutus into Picard, but I was like, nah, it's too heavy handed. He's just like, yeah, ha- he's like haunted by the memory of Locutus, so that's why Locutus is like bluish tones, and he kind of blends into the darkness of the background more. Yeah, that makes sense. So that you can I'm- he's he's there, but he's not like as obvious as Picard. I found it. Hold on. Okay. I don't know what this is. <laughs> All that effort. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should look it up and see if I recognize it. I think it's just some stuff we had that was like royalty free that I have. I, I honestly don't know. I don't remember. Uh, royalty free music. Look it up. No, I think it was stuff we had from Gamer Vision or something. I, dude, I wish I could tell you. I wish I knew. Uh, there was one time that like I was extremely thankful to the comment section one time only in my life on yeah. YouTube when um you guys played this like rap song that was about uh video games in some way and I'd never yes. heard it before in my life and uh it turned out that it was by a rap duo named Coin Operation. Yeah, coin operation. And yeah, that's they yeah. literally don't that's exist on the internet is. except in a file folder on Google Drive where you could download the album and that's it. Yeah, that's that's probably what this is. This is probably that. Oh yeah. Um, so I think that you can thank that comment again for telling us that this is probably that. At what point in the episode does this come up? Like what time? Like six oh eight. At what time? Okay, because I know the fucking coin operation. Even though I don't have their album anymore, because every time my computer updates, it fucking washes everything out of it. Yeah. 
608. That's uh, this is my height. riveting podcasting. <laughs> you're six foot eight? Yeah. No, you're not. No, I'm six three. The sex number. 63, the sex number. <laughs> yeah, this is bad <laughs> podcasting. It turns Oh, yeah. What? This is coin operation, spaceship. Okay, there you go. Fuck, we did it! That's right. We got we one! <laughs> we figured it out! Yep, coin, there you go. So go find that Google yeah, Drive. Good luck. Or just good fucking somewhere. luck. <laughs> good luck. Our last email in one point font is from David S. <laughs> what is this? An it's email from Ants? Moss. Personal log, start date 7-11-420.69. Am oh, yeah. I losing my marbles? Am I just dreaming and about to wake up next to my sweet Mary Susan Sally Mae Nagilam? Whoever gets this transmission, just know I died sadder and more depressed than a vegan Klingon in peacetime. Damn. It all started when I was trying to heat up my slice of brisket sandwich by laying it on the warp core since Reggie Broccoli bet me my new pair of Wranglers it wouldn't work. Next thing I know, there's a bright flash and my sandwich is gone. Damn, I figured sandwich. the bet would be off and I'd lose my denims, so I head over to Brock's quarters. He answers the door pantsless, <laughs> which isn't unusual. But when I mentioned the jeans, he said he'd never heard of jeans before. <laughs> what? Reggie and I get on well enough, but sometimes the turbo lift uh, turbo lift don't reach the bridge, if you know what I'm saying. After humoring <laughs> him and describing what jeans are, I felt a breeze and realized my unmentionables are showing loud and proud too. I try running back to my quarters, but everyone I pass ain't got no pants on neither. I get back and Mary Susan ain't got no shirt on. Before I ask where it is, I realize I'm in nothing but my corn cob skivvies. All this panic <laughs> is making me peckish, and I ask the replicator for another hot barbecue sandwich, but it doesn't have the pattern <laughs> programmed and spits out sad slop. I ask for ribs, Damn. spicy chop, pulled pork, any barbecue, all cold gray slop. Ew. So here I am. Ready to die wearing the same thing I was born in. Wait a sec. Is this the light of the great beyond? It's louder than a twister playing a rock show, but I'm ready. I don't want to live in this miserable, nude, barbecueless world. Granny Gillum, here I come. Signed, David S. P.S. So it turns out I was in some kind of warp bubble or what have you. The old DS train rides on. PPS. What kind of universe would you most like to live in before it collapses around you? Uh, the big butt universe. Uh, Without the no pants. pants big butt universe. No pants big butt universe, hands down. This reminds me of The Simpsons when he's jumping back in time and he comes back. And he's like, oh, everything's normal. And he's like, I'll have a donut, Marge. And she's like, what's a he's donut? Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's raining donuts. And, and they're like, oh, it's raining again. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, how about the universe where everybody has sex to say hello? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, well you, would you want to have sex with people you don't want to say hello well, to. Well, don't say hi then, huh? Be rude. I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's just so rude. You won't say hi to anybody. <laughs> yeah. 
But then, like, other people you have sex with would have sex with other people. Good. <laughs> I want everybody to get all the sex they want. <laughs> they already have that in the holodeck. Except uh, incels. I think they should get less sex than they even have now. I don't think they need any more help with that. <laughs> That's true. They're already involuntarily celibate. I'm I'm pretty sure that they're they're well on their way to being sexless forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the universe where nobody ever has to put coleslaw on a hot dog ever again. Ooh, ooh! I'm raising my hand. I know one. The universe where you don't have to do underwear laundry because I need to do that today and I don't oh, want to. Okay, well that makes sense. The universe where I always have a full refrigerator full of great food. Yes, Indian food replicator universe. Yeah, the universe that has a replicator in it is all I really need. Yeah. If it's collapsing yeah. around me and I have like four hours to live or whatever, just give me that yeah. universe. I'll just replicate a new universe. <laughs> <laughs> How much stuff could there be in the universe? Like, whatever. Like, five? Yeah, like, two. Who knows? <laughs> I, if I had four hours left to live in a replicator, I would just be, like, looking up on the internet, like, recipes for what the fuck ever, and being like, I'll try that, I'll try that, I'll try that. Just gorge yourself, dude. Oh, man, I'm so hungry. Yeah, I am, too. I don't even know. I didn't set anything out for dinner. Oh, great, cool. You're gonna get in trouble. Eh, it wouldn't be the first time. And it won't be the last. You're going to die. You're going to be a skeleton with a beard. And your wife's going to come home and be like, Jeff! Well, at least she'll know how old, uh, how long I was there since I'll have <laughs> the beard. have been here for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four-hour growth. Uh, for me, it is. <laughs> Dude, right? Uh, thanks for that email, David S. Uh, glad that you got out of that yeah. terrible, barbecueless dimension. I'm glad also that your last, like, action the last thing you thought to do was write us an email when you thought you were dying that's pretty nice he wrote an email and then the the like vortex appeared and he's like writing the email oh yeah. shit a oh, vortex shit. oh no it must be why the font so small must have shrank it yeah the vortex sucked up all the font weight <laughs> i opened it and i was like what the uh, somebody gave me shit one time when I said the font was really small. They were like, Jesus, Grandpa. Yeah, there's like a normal font, and then there's yes. like size six, right? Like, Yeah, that's about half the size of a yeah. normal font, which is fine. My eyeballs mostly work. I no, got glasses. But it's just weird to see. I just, I wonder what happened. What about those people who, like, on Facebook, they, like, change the font? What's up with that? What are they, wizards? How do they do that? There's a way you can do it. Like, you go into, like, I guess just settings of your browser, and you can make sites be different fonts. I don't know. I've never um, used Facebook for anything over the past eight years, so I don't really know <laughs> what uh, it does. You or... are a better man than most. But I really, I, I hate Facebook. I hate no, it's it. terrible. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, it's, it's terrible. Incomprehensible laid out. I don't know how to get to anything. It's just a trap for boomers. It's all it is. It's like a bear trap for boomers. And it's just a bunch of people I went to college and high school with being like, God oh, made the baby a sandwich. Here's a photo of the baby <laughs> with a sandwich. Yo, fuck those people. 
I'm not even like, that shit's stupid. Fucking oh god. Well, I my know. baby's getting so old, and it's like uh. the kid's like five or six years old, and the last time yeah. you saw him, they were a baby, and you're like, well, there goes my fucking lifespan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I hate it. Uh, I hate Facebook very much. Anyway. <laughs> Unless Facebook wants to sponsor us, in which case it is the best website. <laughs> yeah, then you should just like live on it forever. Uh, believe everything you read on it. <laughs> it's all true. You know what? Uh, if you're listening to this right now, you owe this entire episode and everything you heard in it to a little podcast called Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Mm-hmm. And I hear you asking out there, hey, Jeff, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? What the hell? <laughs> uh, and Tapon's Theater on Subspace, or TTOS for short, is mm-hmm. a fully scripted, serialized comedy show set in the Star Trek universe with professional writing, editing, and voice acting with art by the super talented David Axe Wizard Booth and music by the maestro Vitizen. Nice. The first season has been completely redone to cut out some bad, terrible voice actors. Oh, is who that who shouldn't us? have been in it to begin with? That's us. <laughs> and uh, all the in jokes that you wouldn't get if you listen to every episode of emails are cut. <laughs> and it's uh, it's ju- it's just amazingly redone with new music, new um, new stuff, uh, story put in, everything that's going to make it. Your favorite new podcast. Uh, three episodes were released on the 25th of February. Big Trouble on Little Riza. Mm-hmm. The Freck Connection. And Drakhog Day. <laughs> and uh, one will be coming out each week until all six seasons of the season one are up. Uh, how many? When's season three coming out, Jeff? Uh, well, the complete season two of 16 episodes are going to be re- or already re-uploaded. You can listen to all that shit. Season three is going to come out as soon as season one and two are done being put up. Like, this shit is sequential now. You don't have to wait any amount of time. Oh, I love sequential. I hate waiting. That shit is just coming out on schedule now. Nice. You can listen to Tapon's Theater on Subspace at ttos.cool right now. And you can also find it on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Check it out. It's great. Thanks, guys. I am constantly impressed with that show. It is fully scored by Vitizen. It is amazing how far they've gone. I mean, you know, uh, you've heard Rich Masters writing on this. He's one of the writers on it. Spivzy, David, like, Uh Poppy. All these, like, great folks that you know from email are making this show. And a ton of great people who write in are voicing the show. It's awesome. So uh, it's basically a spinoff of M-Class Podcast. So if you love M-Class Podcast and you want a scripted, serialized comedy version of that set in the Star Trek universe, you cannot go wrong. What I'm hearing is it's a spinoff that's better. Uh, well, let's not uh, get into that. Uh. No, it's great. It's cool that, they, that they've done this and their writing is really funny. It is really fucking cool. Go check it out, everybody. TTOS.cool or on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. It's an amazing show. And I'll tell you what, you're thinking, Jeff, I got this money. It's just rattle around in my pocket. Uh, I keep it in change. It's very heavy. What should I do with it? Yeah, tell me. 
Well, you can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as low as $1 a month, you support our show. You get behind-the-scenes information, wallpapers, access to a Discord full of all these people I was just talking about, mm-hmm. plus a hundred-plus more cool people that you can chill out with and talk about Star Trek or whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. Dude, whatever. What the fuck ever you want, dog? Yeah. For as little as a dollar, and if you put uh, put down some more money, you get more podcasts by us, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, or uh, some dope-ass commentary tracks from movies like The Beastmaster 2. Yep. For movies like Rumble in the Bronx, for movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for movies like Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) I forgot we did that one. It It is March 10th, Mario Day, when we record this. It is the perfect time of year to listen to a commentary track and watch the Mario Brothers movie. Luigi, what are we doing in Koopa Town? I ain't ain't been under the river in a while, but this, this can't be Manhattan. There's dinosaurs down here. I don't know. I ain't been in, I ain't been to Manhattan in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that movie. It's terrible. It's so uh, good though. So uh, become a patron today. We appreciate everything you guys do to support our show, and we love each and every one of you. Uh, specifically for, uh, to the amount of money that you give us. <laughs> no, equally. We love all of you. Proportionate. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast and shoot us an email to be on this show at mclassemail at gmail.com. Remember, folks, you don't have to wait for the day the show is recorded to send us an email. You can send it whenever. Yeah, you can even send it, like, right now. Absolutely. You can send us an email whenever. Like, I don't delete emails that we get after the show's done. I keep them for the next show. Mm-hmm. So... Hop mm-hmm. on pop and get on that Discord. Get on the email. It's your chance. Do your yeah. dance. You know what I always say? Ride my dicks cord. <laughs> I never. I don't. We'll work on it. We'll workshop that. Yeah. Before we'll t- we come yeah. back for the next episode of M Class Email. Bye bye. Jesus. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email I swear there's never an class email. It's always been singular that's in class email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's in class. It's M class. M class email.